This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, the conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. I'm back in your podcast feed one more time as a sort of hello. I hope you didn't forget about us. And the next time you hear from me, it'll be back with a brand new format, lots of new audio from our recent shows, some new exciting news, and lots more. But for now, this is another full, unedited show. People liked the last time we did this, so here's our show from March, warts and all, with Lizzie O'Leary, Dapwell, and Matt zoller Sites. It was a great show. I remember it very well, so hopefully you'll enjoy the uh, full, unedited version. Now, a couple orders of business before we get going. First, we have a live show in New York City next week. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's Thursday, November 13th at Housing Works in Soho. It should be really fun. Rembert Brown of Grantland, who's one of our favorite writers, will be there. I've been trying to get him on the show for over a year. And Radio Lab's Robert Krolwich will be back. Uh, Robert, no surprise, told one of the best stories ever at Ask Roulette the first time he was on. So we expect big things on November 13th. Eli Bolin will be there too. He missed the last show because he was getting his brand new musical, Found the Musical, off the ground. Really excited he'll be back. Thursday, November 13th at Housing Works. Get tickets and information on our site right now, askroulette.net. And as always, Ask Roulette is brought to you by our favorite company, maybe company, period, definitely clothing company, Bonobos. I am wearing Bonobos corduroys at this very moment as I speak these very words into this very microphone. They are keeping me warm now that winter is all of a sudden here. And uh, on the Bonobos site right now, there's lots of great clothing for this season. Sweaters, coats. I own a pair of Bonobo snow boots that basically let me go splashing right through all those huge slush puddles that build up on the corners in New York City. Really good stuff. I'm sorry to remind you that winter is coming, but it is, so you should be prepared. And of course, the Bonobo staff, they couldn't be nicer, so give them a call, visit a store, go to the website, and when you do... Make sure you tell them that Ask Roulette sent you. You can do that by using the code ASK20 for 20% off of first-time purchases. So Bonobos, B-O-N-O-B-O-S dot com. Okay, here we go, our full live show from March, unedited. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, All right, Eli, do your thing. All right. So obviously there's no one on stage right now, so we're just going to call someone up. Number 473. 473. There he is. It's that guy. You can sit wherever you want. He's our very first guest on the show, baby. I've been on the stage before. Have you? Yeah, for the moth. Oh, for the moth. All right. Get out now. Um, okay. Your name is? Spencer. Spencer, obviously there's no one on stage with you, so to get things going, I'm going to ask you the first question. Spencer, um, we'll ask the very first question ever asked to Ask Roulette, which is, how do you get your hair to do that? I wake up in the morning. All right. Spencer, are you ready to ask a stranger a question? Definitely. Please close your eyes. Number 379. Three, seven... Nine right here. Come on, three seven nine, three seven nine, come and do the stage. 
gosh, come on, come on, falling in love. Spencer, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Uh, my name is Toodle. Toodle. Yeah. Toodle, Toodle, say hello to Spencer. Spencer, I had to fact check that, but it's true. Yeah. It's a good name. Uh, Toodle, say hello to Spencer. Spencer, say hello to Toodle. What's up, man? Toodle do. Yeah. How many times today has that happened? At least three or four. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spencer, ask your question. What are you addicted to and you can't say of food? What am I? What am I addicted to? I would say I'm addicted to trying new things. Um, I love trying new things. I feel like it's the trick of, uh, you know, feeling young. So probably the bad side of that is living social. I, I donate a lot of my money to living social. I try new things, weird things. So. What's the last weird thing you did on living social? Um, I learned how to fly a plane. A real plane? Yeah, it's really easy. It's not that hard. <laughs> They just give it to you. They're like, hey, you know, hop in a plane, do what I do. And next thing you know, you're in there. It's great. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, are you, like, certified now? No, 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 no. You have to do that for, like, I think, right. a solid 60 hours. Cool. All right, Spencer, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Spencer, for the love that you gave us. For the love that you gave Toodle, us. Toodle, please close your eyes. Number 230. Come on up. Two, three, zero. Two, three, there she is. There she is, walking to the stage. And she's here. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Toodle, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Julie. Julie, say hello to Toodle. Toodle, say hello to Julie. Hi. Hey, Julie. And Toodle, ask you a question. What is your favorite childhood memory? Um... I was a little bit of a reserved and shy child, but when I was a kid, there was this girl that lived across the street from my family, and she, would, she and her older brother would make fun of my older sister and I all weekend long. They claimed that I didn't know the alphabet. I was <laughs> adamant that I did. <laughs> um, and at one point when I was about, I don't know, maybe six, I had had enough, and I decided to go out um, to the backyard, mixed up some really good dirt by the side of the house, got a pot, <laughs> uh, threw some, you know, the best leaves and onion grass. This is like full suburban childhood. Uh, threw some, you know, all the best, like, gross stuff I could find into the pot. Mixed it up so it was good and wet. And the next time she came around, I just chucked the entire pot <laughs> of dirt right at her. I have to say, for a kid who, like, you know, was otherwise pretty, pretty go with the flow and had taken so many, you know, so much criticism that I didn't know my ABCs, it was one of my crowning joys. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Uh, toodle, thank you very much. <laughs> Toodle-loo, toodle, toodle-loo to you, toodle-loo. What is onion grass? That was, that was the other thing I would have sung about. Yeah? I thought about it. Do you, um, do you have, but he just sings his onion grass songs so much, he gets a little <laughs> sick of them. It's his free bird. All the onion grass, how it flowed among the fields. It's, it's number one in 1973, but I don't want to talk about it. Yeah.
What is onion grass? It's just really long grass that sprouts up like a weed. Uh-huh. You can't get rid of it. Um, it obviously smells like onions. Obviously. For a kid that plays outside and just mixing things up, it is a great ingredient. I just love how <laughs> much work went into it and then you just threw it. I, know. Like I thought you were going to bake like a fake pie or something and you just oh, chopped no. it. Uh, okay. Totally Julie, please close your eyes. Number 757. Seven, five, seven. That guy's. It's him. Seven, there five, he is. seven. Come on, my stage. Coming up the stage. You know the guy's a pretty funky guy. Here he comes. There he goes. He's wearing a shirt. He's that guy. It's true. <laughs> He's wearing a shirt. I am that guy in that shirt. Yep. Yeah. That's a, ver- that's a versatile song. Yeah. I just. I. I Saw him in a shirt. Yes. Okay. Julie, uh, open your eyes. They're already open. That's fine. Your name is? Alex. Alex, say hello to Julie. Julie, say hello to Alex. Hello, Julie. Hey, Alex. And Julie, ask your question. Um, Shoot, that means I I have to remember it. Um, I believe it was, um, what was your most recent breakup routine? Yeah, that's Um, pretty close. Something like that. What is your post-breakup routine? My post breakup routine, unfortunately. And sorry, I hate to interrupt, but just speak right, right into that sure, mic. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, I shouldn't admit it, but it is uh, probably procrastination, which uh, just not getting back as soon as I should via text. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and I actually heard a moth style story about it recently, which is a bit awkward. Should we just listen to the moth? Is that what people want to do tonight? Yeah. Just, just, just uh, close our eyes and listen. No, I'm joking. Um, so, wh- how do you procrastinate? And you're just like, just okay, finding Cupid? things that I'd rather do than break up with somebody, whether it's working or wait. This is post breakup. This is the process of oh, the process breaking up of breaking up. Yeah, this is pre. So, okay, so if is your girlfriend or boyfriend in the audience tonight? No. Good. All right. So if they notice you procrastinating. Right. 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 I suppose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you procrastinating about breaking up? Okay. Uh, Julie, thank you very much. Sorry for not. Thank you, Julie, for the love that you brought us. You changed our lives. It's true. We will never forget. Um, Alex, please close your eyes. Number eight hundred twenty-three. Eight. Two, three, this person already left. Nope, there they are. 823, that's the greatest number that I know. <laughs> We're gonna hold you to that. I will, that will be my favorite number for the rest of my life. All right, we have it on, we have it on record. We have it on a podcast that like 15 people listen to every week. Okay. Uh, you can open your eyes. Good job, by the way. Uh, your name is? Kanika. Kanika, say hello to Alex. Alex, say hello to Kanika. Hello. Hi, Kanika. Kanika, get right up in that microphone. That's okay. a fun name to say. Thank you. Alex. Oh, my turn. Ask right. your question. You got it. <laughs> yeah, no procrastinating. Yeah. Kanika, oh God, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> He's procrastinating. <laughs> if you could live in any movie universe, which would it be? So not necessarily the plot of that movie, but that, that universe, that world that the movie inhabits. Hmm. I'm not a big movie watcher, so that's an interesting question. 
Um, one where I spend the rest of my life traveling around the world, living in interesting places. I don't know. I can't think of a movie. That I say. believe is Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll Eat, Pray, it. Love it is. Alex, thank you very much. Sure. <laughs> Kanika, yes. available on Netflix Got tonight. It. Please close your eyes. Number 274. 274. Right there. It's a short one, Eli. Here it comes walking to the stage. He's got a red hoodie. Red hoodie. You, nothing escapes this guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I work with what I know. <laughs> uh, Kanika, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Jesse. Jesse, say hello to Kanika. Kanika, say hello to Jesse. Hi. Hello. And Kanika, ask your question. What was the last thing you thought about before you went to sleep last night? <laughs> um, well, I was up kind of late um, planning out this little vacation for my friend who's visiting me. So I was thinking about like, um, getting like, tickets and stuff like that for like, so fun stuff to do with them. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, there she Thank goes, you. there she goes, we didn't know her very well, only met just a few short moments ago. Eli. Yes? I what? have a question for you. What? What is your favorite number of all time? My favorite number of all time? Yeah. Um, As proclaimed 45 seconds ago. 274? <laughs> no? Come on. People, people out here remember it. I'm sorry, man. It's 823, like, Eli. It's I'm just trying to stay in the moment at all okay. times. <laughs> all right. Um, Jesse, please close your eyes. Number 428. 428. 428. If there's a better number, I clearly have never thought of it before. 428. 428. I hope I remember. All right, Jesse, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Victoria. Victoria, say hello to Jesse. Jesse, say hello to Victoria. Hey, Jesse. Hi, Victoria. And Jesse, ask your question. Um, if you could have been born in another country, which nationality would you choose to be? Hmm. Uh, I think Australia, because A, it seems like the adventure capital of the world, and B, I could pretend I was in Lord of the Rings all the time. <laughs> that was filmed in New Zealand. Oh, filmed in New Zealand! Oh! <laughs> fine, fine. Fine? Like, like, okay, you'll concede that one. <laughs> um, okay, what well, do you want to amend your answer? Or what? just that part of that answer? I'll say New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand is the answer. All right, Jesse, thank you very much. Nobody ever loved Lord of the Rings as much as this lady right here. Can't you tell by the pattern on her outfit? It is a very... It's like a Lord of the Rings. It is. Right? Uh, Victoria, said, true. please close your eyes, Victoria. Number eight. Come on up. Number eight. This guy right here. Number eight is num number eight. is a number. It's right between seven and nine. Victoria, you can open your eyes. Your name is? 
Sir. Oh, Matt. Matt. Say hello to Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Victoria, say hello to Matt. Hey, Matt. And Victoria, ask your question. Um, if this room were a island we were all deserted on and you had to pick someone to eat based solely on how delicious you think they would be, who would it be and how would you prepare them? <laughs> can, I, can I zero in on that question a little bit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be someone in this room? Uh, well, it's not as fun if I don't know who the person is. You and know everyone in this room? No, I mean, like, someone I can't look at, but sure. I don't <laughs> so it needs to be somebody in this room, and I can just pick somebody out at random? Yeah, based yeah, on who I, looks I think we're delicious. To, yeah, we're trying I'm, to get I'm, at your gonna, filter for... I'll, I'll pick one of the people behind the counter, because they probably taste like sugar. <laughs> That's a good point. Because there's, like, uh, baked goods and stuff. All right. Victoria, thank you very much. Victoria! That, that one's a gimme. Yeah, well, Eli. you know, for people that know about the kinks. Yes, it's true. Uh, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is Matt Solar Sites, uh, TV critic for New York Mag, editor in chief of RogerEbert.com, and one of our special guests tonight. So, that, Matt, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, very good on Twitter. It's just your name, right? At Matt Solar Sites. Matt yeah. Solar Sites. All right, so, Matt, before you ask a stranger a question, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions that just sort of have come in randomly online or have been asked before. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. You don't really have a choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize you weren't going to be exactly the person you thought you were going to be? Uh, probably about 10 years ago. No, 20 years ago when I got offered a job at a newspaper in New Jersey and I'd gone to school to be a novelist and a filmmaker. And when I got um, offered a job at a daily newspaper, being a journalist for pay, that was when I realized, okay, I guess I'm a journalist now. I'm gonna be a critic. You know, it seemed official. Had you rejected that idea up until, or had you held on to the novelist idea up until that point, or? Well, yeah, but in terms of, uh, you know, oh, well, I'll do it next year, or I'll do it the year after that, or right. something. I mean, anybody, and, you know, we're in a bookstore, so probably there's some people in here who've written novels or tried to. It's not the sort of thing you can do in dribs and drabs. Like, you have to have an uninterrupted chunk of time in which to do it, and it's really hard, unless you're somebody like a Hemingway, to sustain that concentration to write a novel while you're doing daily journalism. And uh, so I just have never done that since then. What was your first novel going to be about? Well, I actually wrote two novels when I was in college. Um, one of them was a, about a junior high school kid living with a single mother, and it was autobiographical. And the other one was, uh, and that one almost got published by Simon & Schuster, uh, but it was rejected because it was considered... It was Schuster, wasn't it? It was. It was. It I was, knew it. That son of a... Uh, yeah. Schuster. Uh, but it was considered too adult for children and too childish for adults. It was like in some weird middle zone. Um, and the other one was a film noir that was this, like, I had read Billy Bathgate, and I decided I was going to write this epic noir like Billy Bathgate, and it was shamelessly trying to rip off the voice of that novel uh, quite badly, and it was, like, 560 pages long, and uh, it was horrible. Um, and I still have the manuscript somewhere, and I keep thinking, maybe I should just burn this. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you like swearing? <laughs> 
fuck, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, is, what's your favorite swear word? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that one, that's the stubbed toe word. How do you feel about Burning Man? I feel very deeply. No, uh, I've never been. I have a good friend who has gone. <laughs> He's probably going to listen to this. No, no uh, one listens. Don't okay, worry. Okay, great. <laughs> I have a very good friend named Ron who has been working on a documentary about Burning Man for, I believe, 20 years now. <laughs> and uh, So is a guy named Ron. Amassed, uh, I believe 2.7 million hours of footage, probably. And uh, I've seen some of it. Lens cap was on the whole time, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've actually seen it. He's rigged it up in this almost like a video installation style where it's going on several screens in his apartment. Uh, it's pretty intense, I have to say. I'm, not, I'm still not sure what the plot is, but he'll figure that out in the editing. That's, yeah, that's Burning Man right there. We're not yeah. really sure what the plot is. Um, <laughs> In what way are you patriotic? Uh, I'm patriotic in that I am incredibly short-tempered and rude with anybody who thinks they're more patriotic than I am. You know, I just, I, I, I just really, I, I really like take deep, deep offense at people waving the pa "I'm more patriotic than you" card or "What, what's the matter with you? Don't you love America?" And I'm from Texas originally, so I got a lot of that at one time. Um. Someone shows up at your door and opens up a briefcase with $1 million in it. They tell you that if you take the briefcase, someone in the world will die instantly. But you never know who that person is. Do you take the briefcase? No. No? No, because then I couldn't enjoy the million dollars. I'd just be sitting but there. it might be a really rich person. It might be a poor person. Not that that matters. But it might be someone who... Not, it might be someone who is on their deathbed. Is there something you'd like to tell us? No, I, I, <laughs> I'm actually remembering an earlier formulation of this question, which is what. Um, but but you, you don't know who it is. It might be uh, an awful person. Yeah, but I, if I didn't know, if I knew that it was like a horrible, like mass murdering dictator or maybe the person who rejected my first novel, then yeah, um, possibly. But uh, otherwise, no. Okay. Who here would take the briefcase. A few psychopaths in the audience would take the briefcase. Okay, and, every, and everyone else would not take the briefcase. All right, let me, yeah. let me change this question to make it slightly more of a conundrum. Okay. All, right, All right, so same briefcase, a million dollars. If you take the million dollars, someone in the world will lose a million dollars. It could be Donald Trump, and it could be someone who only has $10, and they'll go... I can't do that. Oh, now. then I would totally take it. If I get to pick the person? <laughs> no, 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 no. A oh. random person would just go, would, a million dollars would sort of leave them. Wait, yeah, so I would the, think, yeah, I, I think I probably would. Wait, so if the person only has $10, then they'd then have negative right. $900. Like oh, I think they would go into debt that amount of money. Like, uh, this did well, not seem like a hard question when I copied and pasted it off the internet. You didn't think it through enough. I know. Typical. Well, you mentioned Donald Trump, and I was thinking, oh, it's just some guy He'd be the answer for both of, your, both of those scenarios, actually, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, all right, but you would take it. Who here would take the, the money and know that you would potentially bankrupt a stranger? A lot more people. Okay. Can I just say, money. can I just clarify oh, yes. my thinking? I'm turning into Woody Allen. Let me clarify my thinking on that. The, uh, if I were to Don't take... turn into Woody Allen. <laughs> no, God, no. For, sorry, I forgot Not we can't yet. imitate Don't him anymore. It. Yes. Uh, the, if it were a million dollars and uh, if it just fell into my lap, 
I would assume that I was never going to get that ever again. But a person who already had a million dollars probably made it and was smart enough to make another million. That's how I would rationalize it. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to ask a stranger a question? I am. All right. Please close yeah. your eyes. Number 623. 623. Three. Is she out there? Is she out there for me? Cindy. 623. Cindy left. She left the She's show. Gone. All right. Sorry, Cindy. I wonder does she know I still dream Wait, about Wait, are you Cindy? Her. Get up there. This guy. This guy has a beard. He has a beard. Cindy meet Matt. Matt meet Cindy. My, my friends call me Tim. <laughs> Hi, Tim. <laughs> Matt, Hello. please ask your question. What comic strip do you most think expresses your personality? <laughs> Um, I haven't read a comic strip in a very long time, but uh, I feel like Dagwood would be uh, a comic strip, just because that that that's the one that I remember. That's n it's you're talking about Blondie. <laughs> what? Is that what I'm talking Dagwood about? is the name of the the henpecked husband what? in Blondie. Eli seems very. There's worked no up. comic strip well, called Dagwood. Is that right? Is, yeah. There's no comic strip then, called then, Dagwood. I'm putting my foot down. It's called Blondie and Dagwood is a character. Okay, well, maybe I should reverse that because my girlfriend's Jesus, here, Cindy, too. Jesus, so Cindy, come I on. I feel like I hadn't pecked. Uh... I'm sorry, I just can't stand All for right. certain things. So Blondie it is. Blondie. All right. What would be yours, Matt? Uh, the Far Side. The Far Side, yeah. The Far Side. Just because it's just so completely random. <laughs> There's dinosaurs smoking and stuff like that. <laughs> Matt. Thank you very much. Matt Solar Sites, follow him on Twitter, read his stuff at New York Mag. Thank you very much. The correct answer is Bloom County. It's the greatest comic strip that ever has been. Anyone want to just yell out some other? Calvin and Hobbes, I think, is the right answer. And right? Calvin For and Hobbes. Any <laughs> Bloom male County, Calvin and Hobbes. Of, like, yeah. Okay. And Dinsbury? All right. Okay. Um, Tim. Tim, right? Yes. I don't know what to believe with you it's anymore, I but know. Tim, okay, Tim, please close your eyes. Number 301. 301. It's that person. 301, 301. The greatest number that we ever have had of all time. It's true. Tim, you can open your eyes. Uh, your name is. Larry. Larry, say hello to Tim. Tim, say hello to Larry. Hello, uh, Tim. Hi, Larry. <laughs> uh, Tim, ask your question. Uh, Larry, if you could have a million of anything other than dollars, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, at the moment, it'd be six points. <laughs> um, a million chances to get it right. Ah, there you go. Holy shit, Larry. <laughs> Larry, you're the greatest man I've ever known. I think that's the best answer we've ever had. We should just shut it down and go listen to the moth right now. That was going great. All right, Tim, thank you very much. I want a million chances.
chances to get it right with you, my love. Right with you, my love. I want a million chances with you. And Eli just wrote a train song right then and there based on your answer. That was amazing. It's always, it's always got to be a train song. <laughs> All right, Larry, please close your eyes. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, I think this is Tim. All right. God damn it, Tim. Uh, okay, number 226. 226. 226. You're one less than 227 starring Sherman Helmsley. Um, Larry, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Erica. Erica, say hello to Larry. Larry. Say hello to Erica. Hello, Erica. Larry, ask your question. Um, if I can remember. What's, um, when's the last date you had, first date or blind date, that you instantly regretted while it was happening? Well, I'm, I'm actually kind of on a blind date right now. <laughs> but I haven't regretted it. So uh, I've actually, besides this, I've actually never been on a blind date. So first date? Yeah, any date that you regretted. Let's just cut to the chase here. <laughs> uh, I was taken to a football game for a team that I hate. And we sat in the nosebleeds, and he would not buy me a beer. All right, t are you taking notes back there? All right, there'll be intermission. You can uh, sh shell out over there. All right, Larry, thank you very much. If you won't buy a lady a beer, you gotta think about your priorities. <laughs> Erica, please close your eyes. Number 226. Come on up. Two, two. That was, that was her. That was her? That was, she oh, was shit. 226. Oh, shit, my bad. I had that whole song about it, Jody. Look who's remembering numbers now. Look at you. Good job. Number 226. Oh, sorry. Uh, number, number one. How's the date going, Erica? It's great. Okay. Uh, number 187. Come on up. 187. Eli. 187 on a mother friendly car. <laughs> you can open your eyes, Erica. Your name is? Hillary. Hillary, say hello to Erica. Erica, say hello to Hillary. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Erica. Erica, ask your question. My question is, what is the most impressive song you know all the lyrics to, and can you sing a few lines? I'm ready for it. I can, it I can do a beat if you need it. Most impressive song. That's the part you're hung up on? <laughs> like, we'd be surprised if you knew this. Like, amaze us all right now. There's no pressure, but amaze us all. Just go full Larry on us right now. <laughs> it's okay. It can be any song. I'm trying to think of a really good one. I'm trying to remember all the lyrics to R.E.M.Z. It's the end of the world as we know it. Ooh. But that's really If we hard. got you started, do you think you could pick, pick up Probably the Probably not. Okay. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Do you know R.E.M.'s Happy Birthday to You? <laughs> or Star Spangled Banner? Man, no. R.E.M. really had some classics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, some, that's deep cuts right there. Deep cuts. 
Yeah, the theme, the theme from the first. Someone has suggested the theme from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> do, you do you know, know that, all Hillary? the words to that? No, I do not. Okay. I could sing. Then you're I didn't watch much me. TV. Hillary, what's your favorite song? We'll, we'll get you going. My favorite song. Um, Books. Um, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do I 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 do I? That's really easy. You know, stop! You stopped. Yeah, I stopped. You want me to keep going? Let's keep going. Let's do it. It makes no difference if it's sweet or hot. Nope. Just keep that rhythm, give it everything you got. <laughs> Saying we it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do All right, Hillary, thank you very much. Good job. Yeah! She sang a song, girl. Erica, thank you very much. We're rooting for you, Erica. We're rooting for him, Erica. Rooting for him, rooting for him. Hope he's okay. <laughs> Hillary, please close your eyes. Number 18, come on up. One, eight. Where are you? Talking about one, talking about eight. Where is it? There he is. Talking about one, followed by eight. Talking about two different numbers. Here we go. Hello. Hillary, you can open your eyes. Your name is? My name is Dap, is the made up name that I use. <laughs> Dap, say hello to Hillary. Hillary, say hello to Dap. Uh, Yo, Dap. Um, I wish you guys could see each other's hats right now. <laughs> There's some good hat stuff going on the stage right now. Um, all right, Hillary, ask your question. What is your first memory ever in life? The first, what is the uh, first thing you remember? The first memory that, that I still have now at 28 is... I was, uh, I was in the back of my father's Toyota Corolla. I was probably maybe five or six years old, and we were driving through Jackson Heights, and I think Pump, Pump the Jam was playing on the radio, and I was very young, and I remember being like, I'm enjoying this song. And I was six years old, and I sang the chorus like the last time around because I picked it up in, that, in the intro. Do you still remember that chorus? Pump, or pump that the verse? Jam. Do you know, do you, sorry, do, do, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Do you still remember the verse? <laughs> and it's a little like, oh, that's the same song. Right? Ow, what? Yeah, yeah. No place to go. Yeah, that's an easy one. Your booty right. on the floor. See, where was that <laughs> two minutes ago, <laughs> Hillary? <laughs> All right. Hillary, thank you very much. Thank you, Hillary, for the love that you gave us. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is Dap. Dap, well, a show. What else do we call you? Should I call you Dap? Uh, yeah, that's good. All right, at Dapple on Twitter. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. So uh, before you ask a stranger a question, you're ready to uh, answer some random questions that let's came in online? All right, let's do it. What small thing are you really good at? Ooh, sewing. Yeah? Yeah. By hand? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to use the machines. Um, ooh, that's a little tiny things. Like HTML, but only like old HTML from the late 90s. Not like HTML5 or JavaScript. Like I can make a website with like three embedded images that are also links and like a, cl a clickable uh, email address that opens up that annoying window mm -hmm. that no one uses anymore. 
Where did you pick up the uh, sewing skill? Oh, I don't even remember. Fixing uh, shirts with uh, cigarette holes and stuff like that. Do you think OJ did it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Got any good scars? Uh, yeah, this one right here on my head, that white bump. Can you see it? I'm touching it. Uh, I fell, uh, I'm going to answer a second made-up question of how I got the scar. And I, uh, I was two, and I was jumping up and down on my mom's bed and went flying off and smashed my head against a radiator and was bleeding profusely, but apparently was still laughing, and now I have this scar. Um, <laughs> have you ever had a, what you, I guess, what you would characterize as a truly paranormal experience? No. No? Yeah. No ghosts? Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. This is another, actually, one of my very early memories is sitting, uh, sitting in the back of that same Toyota Corolla, and it was raining, also in Jackson Heights. I think by the library, and it was raining, and I was staring at a tree, and I, I could have sworn that I saw a face in the tree, and I, was, and, I kept, and I rolled down the window and still saw the face and thought that the tree was alive. And I remember it, it affected me deeply at the time. How old were you? Uh, probably like seven. Has anything happened to you after the age of six or seven? <laughs> nothing, nothing good, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was it. What's your strategy at parties that you don't really want to be at, but you kind of still have to be there? Damn. Like most parties. Uh, it's in a house. Go straight to the kitchen. Linger in the kitchen by the sink. Inevitably, good things will happen in the kitchen. Um, it depends on the type of party. But I, I would say like, the, like an average mixed party. Uh, find uh, or make jokes out loud or do a dumb dance or some dumb thing. Or be like, hold up. And like stupid shit like that loud. Someone will laugh. Hopefully one person will laugh or like look in my direction and want to laugh but also be scared by the shitty party. And then just gravitate towards that dude. And, or, 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 the, or the dude at... What? Uh, is my strategy. All right. That's pretty uh, involved. Um, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I don't know. My, I would probably answer that. If I knew I couldn't fail... Man, I don't know. I'd be on a boat and be like, shut up, motherfucker. I'm not going to answer your stupid question. Yeah. Right now? No, no, that's what I would do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, stop talking to me, man. <laughs> um, uh, what, what's your strategy in the shower? Like, what's your order Ooh, of operations? I love it. I'm loving this shit. Um, Head into the shower. Uh, I, I use a shower cap when I don't want to clean my hair, which is apparently weird. I mean, I know that's weird, I guess. Do many how many people here use shower caps? Wow. wow. How many, sorry, how many males here use shower caps? That guy. One. Sick. Is that your shower cap right there? Uh, it could out? be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I go in, but if I'm not using it, it doesn't matter. Shower cap doesn't matter. I go in, I use bar soap. And I start with my chest, and then I, I rub the soap against my hands and lather the hands and then apply to body, except in the loinal area, I do direct soap application, which probably, now that I think of it, is the opposite way you should do that. Um, is, it a bar, is it a bar of soap? Yeah, yeah, bar, bar of soap. soap. Yeah, rose scent. Yeah, I think that's not how it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, 
Frequently, I'll, I'll urinate immediately. I love urinating in the shower, often at, the, at, that, at parties and bars. Less now, because it's, it's gross. I like to pee directly into the drain of sinks, which is really weird and gross. I'll run the water afterwards and stuff. Um, let's see. And then I'll, I like to also brush my teeth in the shower, but I'm very, very clean. This all makes me seem like I'm very dirty, but I'm very clean, and I keep the bathroom very dry, like when I walked in. Yeah, shower's a safe space. You can do whatever you want in there. Yeah. Um, uh, are you going to change that thing with the soap and the... No, nah, it's working for me. You're cool with that? Okay. All right. Um, what's your strategy when you have to kill time at an airport? Hmm. Read uh, New Yorker, New York Magazine. If I don't have those, Twitter. Uh, I like to walk around if it's an airport I've never been in. No, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You ready to ask a stranger a question? Yes, yeah, sir. You're gonna do that right after we take a quick break. So you will be back up, folks. We're gonna take about an eight-minute break. Uh, grab a drink. Jody here. I'm back during the break just to say a little bit more about our sponsor, Bonobos. Uh, they help bring you the podcast, but also the live show. And it, this is one of those happy coincidences where the show I host happens to be sponsored by something I really actually like. Basically, all of the clothing I own that is above thrift shop level is bonobos. I think I'm up to like four pants, two suits, a bunch of shirts. And one of my favorite things about the company is just how nice the process of buying clothes from them is. You kind of forget sometimes that sales transactions don't have to be this awful, complicated thing. Well, the Bonobos folks are kind, they are real human beings, and they let you try stuff on and return it if you're not into it. They even give you a beer if you show up in the store. A beer, we don't even do that at Ask Roulette shows. So check them out, B-O-N-O-B-O-S.com, bonobos.com, and do use that code ASK20 to get a discount and show them that Ask Roulette is driving some traffic. Okay. Let's get back to the second half of the live show. You ready to ask a stranger a question? Yeah. All right, number 989. Nine, eight, nine. Nine, 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 This is where we find out how many people left during intermission. Nope. Noah. Noah. No. Uh, Noah is his name. All right. We're done with 989. We're done with it? 361. 361. There. Yeah. Yeah. 361. Having fun in the night. In the night. Yes, there is. You know that you're feeling so right. So right. Like a 361. And you know life's just begun. That's how we do it. That. Open your eyes. Your eyes are open. That's yeah, cool. I was looking over there, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was, you were. Yeah. I did see you. Uh, good for you. Uh, your name is? Ben. Ben, say hello to Dap. Dap, say hello to Ben. Hi. Hey, Dap. Like your music. Sick. I didn't make the music, though. I'm just a backup dancer, but thanks, though. <laughs> I like the music you're involved with. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, all right. Ask your question. If you had to drink eight ounces of your own urine or eight ounces of your own blood, which one? And, and briefly, uh, what's your reasoning behind your answer? I mean, what do they say in Fight Club? You can drink like a couple of pints before you get sick. A couple of pints of your own blood, not urine. Mm. Um, 
But I'd have to say, since I keep pretty well hydrated, I'd have to go for the urine. Uh, okay. Honestly. Um, who here would drink their own blood? Really? That is shocking to me. What? There's nutrients in your own blood, but this isn't like a, your only thing you're ever going to drink thing. This is just like between six points. I would, if it was like, I would drink the blood because it's cool to drink blood. But if you were like, <laughs> you were like both are horrible, obviously drink the urine. It's much it's easier not to get cool there, to texturally drink, also. It's not cool to drink only eight ounces of blood. <laughs> you got to drink more than that That's for one it cup. to be badass. It's like a... How much thimble. is eight ounces? Is that one of it's those one like, little... It's one cup. Is, is that right? So it's not one of those little baby water bottles? Yeah. No, no it it's is. Like a, it's like a Pellegrino of your blood. Okay, cool. <laughs> Maybe a little less. Uh, who, so who here would drink their wa- water? Urine. Urine. <laughs> That's not even... Yeah, third option. Who here would drink uh, urine? Okay. Most people abstaining from either choice. I know. I've noticed that. They want the Pellegrino. Okay. Thank you very much, Dapo. Follow him on Twitter, at Dapo. Hey, Dap, get back on stage. Get back on stage. Tell people about where they can listen to your radio show, which is phenomenal, and where they can uh, go dance to you playing music. Do it. Go. Uh, I do a radio show on Tuesdays called Chillin' Island on East Village Radio. So you can go to evr.com on Tuesdays. Uh, the show's very good. We have the grime rapper Skepta. This Tuesday, if you guys know that is, uh, and if you want to help me make more money at, with my percentage at the bar, me and a Twitterer named the Kid Miro. If anyone knows who that is, do a party at this place called Baby's All Right Tuesday nights. But you guys aren't gonna come, so it doesn't matter. Your Tuesdays are covered. Yeah, you just spend that's them with my Apple. like day out. So <laughs> like when I see people that I never see anymore, and I'm like, man, we gotta hang out, and or I get their number, and I'm like, I'm never gonna see this guy. That's the thing. Now I have a thing. Be like, oh, let's come to my thing. All right, yeah. come to his thing. Thank you very much. You gotta come to his thing, sweet mama. You gotta come to his thing. Number 233. Ben, please close your eyes. 233. Three. You out there? God, did this many people leave during intermission. 233. Three. Kelly? She's coming. All right, you guys got to give me a heads up up there. Wow. Eli. Keep going, Eli. Keep going. All right. She made it. Kelly, you made it. You all right? You winded? No, I'm Okay, Ben. Meet Kelly. We know her name's Kelly. Kelly, meet Ben. Hi, Kelly. Ben, ask your question. Okay, so unlike the first guy who was up here tonight, I'm going to say that I did rip this off from Reddit. If you were stuck in an elevator with a president, any president, leaving that intentionally vague, what would you talk about? Like for an hour, what would you talk about? Oh my goodness. Um, And who would it be? And who would it be? I think this is kind of a cop-out, but I think I would totally ask for Bill Clinton. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I would totally talk about the dress and the cigar and uh, 
you know, just kind of be like, like, what's up? Like, what's up? It's just me and you. We don't know how this is going to end. And let's just, like, talk about it. And, and I'm wearing a dress. And I smoke cigars. So, you know, uh, what's up? I think that would be it. I think that would be it. Wouldn't the... Is this the first time this scenario has ever run through your head? <laughs> I've had a lot of beer, and I think I'm just going with it. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't the elevator car get kind of smoky, though? You know, um... I don't... That's not what happened with yeah, the cigar, listen, Ben. That wasn't... <laughs> okay, I was wrong, then. Before your time, that my friend. It was not before my Go time. Go Wikipedia. Um, uh, do you think you'd be receptive to this conversation? Dude, man's been out of office for hella long. Get with it. Ben, thank you very much. Um, Kelly, please close your eyes. Okay. Number 902. Nine, zero, two. There he is. That's a tough Where have you been? Where are you going? And what do you dream? Two of those are very easy questions to answer. Uh, your name is? Kelly. Kelly, say hello to? Adam. Adam, say hello to Kelly. Kelly, Hi. say hello to Adam. Hi, Kelly. What up, Adam? <laughs> OK, Kelly, we can't hear these, these gems unless you get right up uh, close to the microphone. OK. okay. <laughs> Kelly, ask your question. All right, Adam, you're on death row. What is your last meal? And like, don't cop out. Like, what's your last meal? Like, what's it gonna be? Uh, you did something really bad, obviously, because you're on death row. So like, make it count. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> you sound really excited to know what you did. All right. Oh my god. Um. Does anyone know what sabich is? I do not. It's, what, why um, don't you tell us about it? <laughs> what is it? The crowd it's, wants to know. <laughs> it's this um, Iraqi like grilled eggplant sandwich with like a hard-boiled egg and a potato, and then amba, which is like this mango chutney kind of thing that you put inside of it, and it does like salads. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I. Would think. All right, and do you think the um. Like the, the U.S. Corrections <laughs> Department can accommodate that request? I feel like if it's my last meal, I would request yeah. like, uh, it be flown in from, I don't know, maybe not. Adam, what did you do? What did I do? Oh, my God. So many things. <laughs> this is like triple, triple life. Oh, man, I knocked someone off onto the subway for being oh. so obnoxious. No, I like that guy from the post. Oh no, wait, it was in the post, right? Yeah. Last year someone knocked someone into the subway and then That was you. That was me. It's on death row. Sorry guys. Your tax dollars <laughs> giving him Iraqi food for his last meal. Mm. Terrorism. Right. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> eating food, eating food. Everybody likes food to chew. Hillary. Hillary? What was her name? Kelly. What's in your back pocket? Did you steal a pen? Oh my, Kelly. Are you sure that's your pen? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Put her on death row. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly. No last meal for you, Kelly. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
All right. Please close your eyes, Adam. We're going to try and rescue this. Uh, <laughs> number 279. 279. There she is. There she is, 279. Don't have enough time to make up a song. But you had a nice internal rhyme structure there. Nice work, Eli. Uh, your name is? Lauren. Lauren, say hello to Adam. Adam, say hello to Lauren. Hi, Adam. Hi, Lauren. Uh, Adam, ask your question. Um, how do you deal with loss? Oh, my God, that's so sad. Um, uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to cry. Um, how do I deal with loss? I think the best way to deal with loss is to accept it. Um, and then as long as you accept it, I think you can deal with anything um, past that. Because if you don't accept it, then you're just going to like stay in that stage of not accepting, and then you're not going to move on. Adam? Any follow-up questions? You look like you're poised. <laughs> um, is there... What kind of loss did you have in mind when you were answering that right now? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> um, death, in particular. Uh, yeah. Like. All right. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, okay Adam. Thank not you. Like, yeah. Not like a pen. Not like a cockroach. No, not like a really serious, deep yeah. loss. And you just have to I'm find the about. way to acknowledge it and accept it, and yes. then you can start the healing process. Exactly. Thank you, yes. You're welcome. Adam, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Are you ready to accept your loss? Are you ready to accept Music can be very healing. That's what I, I try found. to bring the people. I know. Yes. Time. Yes. It's my uh, mission. Please close your eyes, Lauren. Number fifty-eight. Five, eight. Yeah. All right. There she is. There's a lot of that area's getting worked. There she is. Come on up. Five, Won't you come up to the stage? Five, You broke my heart. You were the one that I saw in the woods. Five, eight. That took a turn. <laughs> right? You want to know more. You yeah. want to know what happened. Yeah. We're not going to find out. We're going to leave him hanging. Uh, Lauren, you can open your eyes. Okay. Your I name is? DiCapria. DiCapria, meet Lauren. Lauren, meet DiCapria. Hi. Hi. And uh, Lauren, ask your question. Um, so what was the biggest lesson that you learned from your last relationship? Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all the stuff I learned, here's some of that stuff. <laughs> Do you need help? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a hard question. No, I, yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah. I agree. It's mm. hard. Just a small lesson, <sighs> maybe about yourself. <laughs> it's 
Something you learned about yourself. <laughs> if you've had a track record of perfect relationships <laughs> your entire life, it's okay to admit that. <laughs> Maybe the one before this last one, if the last <laughs> one is too close. Because obviously stuff too is sensitive. going great right now. Oh, I could do the one before the last one. Yeah, okay, one. do that All one. Right, all right. <laughs> That's what you were hung up on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do any, any, just oh, go. Yeah. I could do any, okay, okay. all right. All right. Um, that you can still be best friends even if you realize you're gay in the middle of the relationship. That is a good <laughs> lesson. Yeah. All right. Lauren, thank you very much. That was the very best answer of the night. Nobody tried to top it. You can't Eli, do it. come you on. You can't do it. Just give up now. Eli, no. <laughs> Everyone's answer is wonderful. And people have been very, uh, by the way, this is the first time we've been getting like cross divider high fives and handshakes. It's really great. I like it. Um, people are finally but, getting it. But seriously, it. cut it out finally because that divider it. means something. Okay. Um, <laughs> DiCaprio. DiCaprio? Uh -huh. Please close your eyes. Number 310, 310, 310. Three, Sarah, right there, there she is. You're so smooth. I'm experimenting. That's what I do in the back half of the show. <laughs> Eli got a new piece of software that he's playing with tonight. I did. I did. I'm, I'm running the show off different software for yeah. the very first time. So. Yeah, a lot of Dreamscape plugins in his software. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, please open your eyes, DiCaprio. Your name is? Sarah. Sarah, say hello to DiCaprio. Hi, DiCaprio. Hi. And you can ask your question. Okay. Um, if you had to choose between an era that you had to live in, would it be... The dinosaur era with spaceship technology, or <laughs> medieval plague times with outstanding sword fighting ability and a cure for the plague. And what was that last part? And a cure for the plague. I particularly like the plague period in general. I think there was a lot of fascinating stuff happening, with the exception of the fact that there was no sanitation, which makes me really nervous. But if I had exceptional sword fighting abilities and a cure, can I'm just sure speak right into that mic. I'm sorry. I'm sure if I had the cure for the plague and exceptional sword fighting f abilities that I'd be able to overcome the weird sanitation issues and live an awesome life. That time period had so much going on. And I think I'd be lonely with just dinosaurs, even if I had awesome technology. So I'm going to go for the plague period. I'm just amazed you remembered the whole question. I, I am too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's just pull the audience. Um, you're going to have to help me here, DiCaprio. If, would you rather live in dinosaur time with spaceship technology, right? Mm -hmm. Or plague times with awesome sword fighting? And, and a the cure, cure for, for the and plague. And a cure for the So, no so you plague. would be a hero to millions. Hero. You would be exonerated. But you would be a great sword fighter? And yeah. a great sword fighter. Right. Brains but but did sword fighting not exist before the plague? Or during the plague times? Is that... Okay. Anyway, we'll just pull the audience. Who would rather do be the dinosaur in the spaceship? And who would rather be a sword fighter? What? And a hero. What? So why, why is the sword fighting so attractive? It's the it hero. It was like half-half. It was like half and half. 
Do you oh, know cure what the, the plague, plague was? You get to have like uh, that. Do you know what the plague was? Well, I know what the plague was. But you would have the cure. You, you would be the one. You would be the one. Well, we know what plague. your choice is. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the first dinosaur in space. All right, fair enough. DiCaprio, there's no wrong answers here. Right. DiCaprio, thank you very much. Dinosaurs in space. Everybody's dancing with the dinosaurs. Rebecca, the dinosaurs in space. Everybody's having good times with the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs in space. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just wrote a pilot for <laughs> FX. Um, all right. Uh, actually, can you open your eyes back up? I'm going to ask you to do two things. One is take that microphone and, and move it sort of up and sideways towards you. And then tell us two cool things about plague times because you seem to know your stuff. Um, well, one interesting thing was that they really believed the plague passed through the air. Um, and so that if you were breathing things that smelled good or th- basically that you could protect yourself. So they would like carry all these little sachets and they would wear face masks and put herbs inside the nostril area, and they thought they were protecting themselves. So that's one thing. Um, and then another really interesting thing is that they, um, well, when they, again, with the sanitation, I'm really focused on this. There was would, a big theme during the plague. They sanitation. would, you know, well, in big cities, they had no place to put all of the, the waste that the humans were creating. They would put them in pots and dump them right out the windows. Fascinating, right? Fascinating. Such an interesting decision about how to deal with that situation. Please close your eyes. Number 255. 255. Right here. 255, you're already on the stage. (laughs) Please open your eyes. Your name is? Rebecca. Rebecca meets Sarah, right, Sarah? Well, hello. Say hello to Rebecca. Hi. Sarah, please ask your question. What would your 12-year-old self think about your right-now self and the life you're living? Oh, geez. <laughs> Yikes. Um, uh, hmm. I, 12. I think my 12-year-old self would be... I think I'd be okay with it. I think... <laughs> I disappointed. <laughs> That's kind of depressing. Um, I think it's. I think my twelve-year-old self would. God, this is getting deep. Um, I think. I think it's. It's my twelve-year-old self would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Well, here's 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 one wow. way to think about it. Is there anything that you could be right now that your 12-year-old self wouldn't be disappointed in? Is that am I not allowed to rephrase it that way? Meaning when you're 12 and you look at yourself when you're 20, however old you are, you probably think well, you're going to you. be a dinosaur in space or something. Oh. I thought I'd be famous and uh-huh. thought I'd be married and thought I'd have kids. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm in New York. That counts. So yeah, I'd be happy of that. So yeah, I'd be proud of my, no, I'd be proud of myself. I'd be proud of myself. <laughs> I'd be real proud. I'd be okay. No, I'd be okay. I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be real okay. I'd be okay. No, I'd be okay. I'd be okay. It's okay now. <laughs> we got there. Yes, you know, I'd be you okay. just, 
you know, you should just keep chasing yourself in 10 years. You know, that should be your right. hero. Every right. You in 10 years. Just keep yeah. chasing that person. No, it's a, yeah. no, it's you running. Yeah. 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 Sorry, what? Right. Sarah, any follow-up questions? Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. This is great. This is great. Sarah, well, well, what is the thing that your 12-year-old self would think is really cool about the life you have now that it didn't expect? I have four cats. <laughs> Sarah, thank you very much. Four. Rebecca, please close your eyes. Number 55, come on up. Five. Five. That is a number and that is a number. If you put the two numbers together back to back, then you got number 55. It's a true story. It is. Um, Rebecca, please open your eyes. Your name is? I'm Serena. Serena, meet Rebecca. Rebecca, meet Serena. Hi. Hi. And uh, Rebecca, ask your question. Okay, if you could eliminate a musical artist or a band from existence, and it wouldn't change the history of music or the history of the world, who would you choose? When you say eliminate, like, they're still alive. They're still, like, fine, right? Like, I mean, they'd be humans, but they would never have created music. You'd never have to know their music. Like, they just wouldn't exist. Okay. Hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. Eli's technically a solo act, not a band. <laughs> right. I, right. You know, thank you. Thank you for yeah. clarifying. Okay. Um, but uh, I have a good backup choice, regardless. <laughs> um, well, this might be controversial. And Do I'm it. only saying this because I just I was having this conversation earlier today, actually, and so it's, it's just the first thing on my mind. But like, I really don't see the point of Best Coast. <laughs> yeah. I know it's controversial. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Beatles or something. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was expecting... Best Coast. I mean, yeah, we can do without. I was right? expecting yeah, the like, Beatles. I just we'll don't survive. Think, yeah, no, I think the world <laughs> will continue on. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. But nothing. some people seemed really... Like, like, I, like I, maybe the initial, yeah. like, shock, but you'll be fine. I mean, I don't know what we would have Everyone. done in 2009, summer of 2009, without <laughs> Best Coast. Yeah. But, yeah, we would have gotten through it. Yeah. Any other nominations out there? Anyone want to throw some names out? Whitney Houston? Bob Marley. Bob Marley? No, no. Why would you not? Who said that? <laughs> Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Justin Bieber. Beastie Boys. Who? Katy Perry. Boys. What? I, Who said Beach Boys? Somebody said Beastie but the Boys. Thing, Beastie Boys. The thing, with, like, the thing with Best Coast is like there's not even a lot of like spoof material that could come out of that. Like Justin Bieber, like that's provided some comedy. Like no yeah. one's gonna like write a nice sketch comedy about like Best Coast. It's true. No one. So. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Quite, quite. <laughs> I hope those guys. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I 
I don't know best ghost. <laughs> See? The world's not missing uh, much. Eli is living in this awful hellscape that we just imagined. I heard a he couple seems songs. Okay. It's good, right? Yeah. There's a lot of music to hear. I'm a busy guy. Yeah. You just go listen to your Frank Zappa LPs. That's a client. <laughs> look, I don't look. get me started. All right, number 991. Come on up. Nine. Nine. Up there. Nine nine one. Yeah, we're having some fun making love in the tall grass. Nine ninety nine ninety one. Nine ninety one. You didn't expect the key change. Sorry, I lost my ticket. I don't know what my number is. It's okay. Um. Um. You can open your eyes. Good job keeping your eyes closed. Thanks. Uh. Remind me of your name one more time. Serena. Serena, right. Serena, your name is? Mitra. Mitra, say hello to Serena. Hi. Hi. And Serena, ask your question. Um, what's the most surprising thing you've ever learned about your parents? Oh. Um, they're like pretty banal people. Uh, but... I did find out um, like five years ago that, so my parents are uh, immigrants and I didn't, I ne like I've never really known much about anything that they did to like get to the place that they were where I grew up in Dallas. But as it turns out, um, my dad like owned a corner store in Toronto for a short amount of time, like a year or two. Um, and my brother didn't know this, and he's significantly older than me. He's like, eight, he is eight years older than me, and he didn't know this either, and uh, it just seemed really, we were just like, shocked that our father was like a stereotypical Iranian in Toronto owning a corner store. Cool. I'm going to Dallas tomorrow, so. Uh, cool. It sucks, I'm sorry. <laughs> Best thing to do in Dallas. There's this bar called Lee Harvey's. It has a really good uh, view of downtown. Who's um, it named after? It should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never really questioned it until everybody just groaned, but <laughs> it's like, it's cool. Okay, Lee Harvey's. It's by the bookstore. Um, okay. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Right uh, I'm just going to say this. This is, by the way, is Mitra Kaboli, who edits the Ask Roulette podcast and is up here totally coincidentally, but Mitra, thanks for all your hard work. But she's just a regular audience member tonight, but she does good work on the podcast. Um, please close your eyes, Mitra. Number 14. Come on up. One for this person. I had nothing to add. No, there's such a short walk. I was like, the stripes, uh, and then it was over. Yeah. Mitra, open your eyes. Your name is? Lizzie. Lizzie, say hello to Mitra. Mitra, say hello to Lizzie. Hi. Hi. And Mitra, ask your question. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Avocados, without question. Isn't there some like uh, avocado shortage on the horizon? Didn't I read recently that, that it's the first big, not the first, but a big victim of we global warming? We don't speak of that. We don't speak of that. <laughs> we'll edit this out of the podcast, so 
the dozens of people don't know and can still go to Chipotle <laughs> and order unfettered. Okay. They are the perfect food. They are the perfect food. Mitra, what would be your answer? Oh, eggs. Eggs. <laughs> I love All eggs. Right. <laughs> Classic battle. Eggs versus avocado. Who picks <laughs> avocado? And who picks eggs? Yeah, what up, eggs? eggs? Yeah, <laughs> fuck avocados. <laughs> All right, Mitra, thank you very much. Eggs versus avocado. Get in in the ring tonight. <laughs> uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is our third special guest tonight, Lizzie O'Leary of Marketplace and many other great things on Twitter, at Lizzie O'Reilly. Very good Twitter account. Lizzie, thanks for joining us. Thank you. You know how to talk into a microphone. You're very good at that. I do know how to talk into a microphone. Okay. Um, so uh, before you get to ask a stranger a question, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions that sort of came in All right. I'm going to hold online. my beer and drink it while you do it. Do it. it. Uh, where would you hide the body? Where would I hide the body? Well, I think the problem in that question is buried in the premise of the question, right? You can't really hide a body. So the question is more, how do you dispose of the body, right? Do you, are we talking acid, where you break the body down? Do you burn the body? A lot of, a lot of people shaking their head, no, don't burn the body. Don't burn the body. Well, okay, fine. I mean, you're going to have after effects no matter what. Obviously, we saw in Breaking Bad that the acid thing doesn't work very well if you do it in the bathtub. Um, but I, I, still think, I still think you go for some sort of barrel acid combination. Yeah. Uh, and then what, what's left over? A vat of bloody acid? That goes to New Jersey. That goes to New Jersey. <laughs> um, what urban legend do you wish were true? Let her answer it. Yeah, let her answer it. Yeah, but that's such a good one. What is it? Alligators in the sewers. Oh, alligators in the sewers, it's that's so not good. true? But actually, okay, so one that I think is, is true, I don't know, yeah. is this an urban legend? But it, it is actually true. That we didn't go to the moon? Rats can climb through toilets. Can someone fact check that for us? It's true? It's true. They but, can climb through toilets. But like up a toilet. Up a toilet. But do, are they ever in a position to do that? If your pipes are at like not a steep enough angle, oh. rat in the toilet. Don't worry. The alligators are eating all the rats down rats there. Rats in the, the toilet. It's a perfect... Rats. Sorry. What? What? <laughs> Is that, Is that a chance. remix of the previous song about dinosaurs in space? <laughs> It's all original material okay. all the time. Um, Thank you very much. What, what single thing evokes the biggest sense of nostalgia for you? Thank you, internet. The smell of wet cedar trees. Uh, my dad is from Michigan. And he's from outside Detroit, and when I was a little kid, I spent, well, I still spend, uh, a large part of my summers now, it's, you know, however many days I can squeeze out, on an island uh, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and uh, Marquette Island. Um, Multiple people. 
There are, there are no cars, it's, it's wonderful. Um, and the smell of wet cedar is just this like incredibly evocative thing that takes me immediately back to being six or seven and bonding with my dad. <laughs> the smell of wet cedar on Market Island as a girl I run through the trees. Thank you for <sighs> ruining my memory, Eli. <laughs> I wasn't enhancing it. Time for a new memory. Um, would you rather spend a whole weekend not talking to a single person or a weekend surrounded by people in conversation? And get right up in that microphone. Are you telling me how to talk I'm in a microphone? I'm telling you how to use a microphone. No, it's just a little tinny in here. Well, Jody. Thank you. That depends on the people. What people are you talking about? Um, that's a good question. Let's say it's people that you don't mind. I mean, the friends and family, you know, but it's just sort of active interaction versus just total solitude. That is a completely subjective question that depends on how I feel and where I am and who those people are. I'm, you're going you're gonna to get a different answer depending on the week I had, man. Uh-huh. I really should not have corrected your mic technique. <laughs> um, no, but you, you, but you, but, okay. I'm going to move probably, on. probably, I will probably go with surrounded by people. Right. Who here, let's see, let's see if the audience is more forgiving of this question. Who here would uh, rather spend a whole weekend just kind of you know, in your own headspace by yourself. What? She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know which question that's an answer to, but it's definitely the right answer. Uh, and then, who here would rather be surrounded by, you know, people and chitter, chatter, and whatnot? All right. Okay, it's about even. It depends on the people. It does depend on the people. Yeah. Um, what do you worry that you just... What do you worry that you just don't get and that you'll be found out? Economics. <laughs> yeah, but we all feel like we're faking it, right? Yeah, but you don't host a radio show about economics. That's true. <laughs> I host a radio show in which economic reporters admit that they don't know anything <laughs> about economics. Uh, um, how do you handle telemarketers? God, well, people got to stop answering for her. Come no, on. No, it's fine. No, I, I... I'm outraged. I tend not to answer numbers I don't know, but I also, I only have a cell phone. So I think only a small percentage of people get through, although the Financial Times has been calling literally every two days over the past two weeks. For what? To get me to renew something. Right. Uh, when you... Economics. Yeah, okay. When you daydream, <laughs> what do you daydream about? If you say economics. Whether I should have become a foreign correspondent when I was younger. You feel like that path is closed? Uh, it's hard to say. Probably not. No path is ever closed, but, uh, you know, I'm 38. Suddenly, you get old really fast. <laughs> we are not going to end on that question. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, would you rather lick someone's armpit or have someone else lick your armpit? Um, I have an extremely, extremely strong sense of smell. 
like a hyperactive sense of smell, so I would rather have someone lick my armpit. Who here would rather lick someone's armpit than have their armpit licked? Huh. One, two, Brendan, you guys. Brendan, you're a weirdo. Hey, uh, okay, this can be arranged afterwards. Um, it can, you get the angles right, and it can happen. Um, and then the rest of you would rather lick an armpit? Obviously. Obviously, says that guy. Duh. It feels good. It feels good, she says. He says. All right. <laughs> All right, Lizzie, you ready to ask a stranger question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, because we're getting to the end of Ask Roulette, we are going to wrap up the way we always wrap up Ask Roulette. You are going to ask your question of Eli Bolin. Eli, get up there. So you don't have to I keep your eyes closed. Eyes, yeah. You kind of know who he is. And look, all those people get to see Eli again. That's good, man. That's good. I'm going to be out of a job pretty soon. Hi, Eli. Hi, Lizzie. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Awesome. Lizzie, ask your question. When did you first consider yourself a grown-up? Uh, I first considered myself a grown-up. Um, oh, man. I, I always get really hard ones at the end of the show, you know? I do. Really deep ones. Um, and I'm just a carefree guy, you know? Just living and loving. So <laughs> never grow up, Eli. I never... I've, I don't know when I've considered... You know, well, you know... It, um, I, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna be a father in June. So, you know, like getting older, getting married, all that, like, like that I, I never really felt like I was grown up, but when you find out that you're having a child, I mean, you know, like, it wasn't an accident. We were like really wanted to have a child and we were planning to have a child, but when you find out that it's, when you find out that it's actually happening, I mean, you're like, oh, I'm definitely, I'm grown up now. I gotta, I gotta, gotta get it together, man. That's way more grown up than I am. That's pretty grown up. All right. Lizzie, thank you very much. Eli, thank you very much. And thanks to all of you for coming to Ask Roulette. Uh, it's been really fun. We'll be back in two months. Podcast every two weeks. Thanks for listening, and thanks again to Bonobos. We'll be back soon with proper podcasts. For now, we're Ask Roulette on Facebook and Twitter and the website askroulette.net where you can find out all about our live shows, see pictures from the events, watch videos, sign up for the Ask Roulette newsletter, which contains actual content. It's not just promotional. So go to that website, askroulette.net. See you soon. See you soon.